It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is is the Go Birds Podcast. Podcast presented by Parks Sportsbook and Casino. It is our Parks Picks Pod, Elliot. Uh, every week we get to pick every game against the spread, which you can bet on every single one of these games if you download the Parks Casino Sportsbook app. We'll tell you more about that, Elliot. Normally, you know, we go back and forth. We talk about how we did, you know, the week before and all that. But but luckily, there were no football games last week. So correct. And, we, we don't you even know, have to. We just went both went zero and zero. It's dude, nothing happened. Yeah, and the best part about there not being any games and us not making any picks is that now we get Thanksgiving games to pick on. So it's a it's a real shame that we don't have a record from last week. Yeah, it is what it is. Lost. You know? It's gone. We're we're both coming off of strong performances in yes. week nine. Yes. Right. Week so ten. week ten. It's uh, yeah. It's week ten. Now. Correct. Yes. Week ten. Always mess up the week. That's what I do it's best. Your so yes, you have not gotten it right on a rundown yet. So it's good. Right. Yeah, so I just never change it. But yeah, no games last week. It is what it is. You know, it'll be interesting to see what the Eagles would have done against Cleveland. I guess we'll never know. Maybe, I mean, the next time they'll play them is probably a few years. So it is what it is. But Thanksgiving Day football. I know we debated Thanksgiving as a holiday. But I'm very excited for these games. Two really good games. One I don't super care about. But three, three exciting games, I guess. Yeah, well, and... And that is the reason that Thanksgiving is the best holiday because there is football on Thanksgiving and that is a, a no brainer. And yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm happy we get to look ahead. You know, we don't have to talk about how much I hate the Miami Dolphins for not beating the Denver Broncos or, you know, how Kansas City didn't cover an eight point spread against Las Vegas or I don't know how Green Bay lost to Indy. We're not going to talk about any of that because it didn't happen. So it's a good Mi- thing. Yeah, Minnesota. You know, Minnesota potentially would have hurt my feelings had didn't had happen. they played Dallas. Yeah, it yeah. didn't happen. So, 
Nothing happened last week. That is, no. That is, um, the, that is the official position the of this podcast. Yes, sir. What's your ideal Thanksgiving Day schedule? Like, what's like? How are you okay parsing so, out the what, food? What, what, to what, take what in a football? great what a great question. Uh, because Elliot, uh, you might not know this, but this will be the first Thanksgiving in at least eight years, and I think nine years that I don't have to work on. I have I have Thanksgiving off completely. Oh, right. For the first time in have, like yes. nine years. Like so, I have given a lot of thought as to how the day will go. Uh, I am going to wake up. I'm going to wait. It's just me, Emily, and Zoe. We're, we're no one else. Emily's mom is going to swing by at some point during the day to say hi, and maybe she'll watch Zoe for a bit so I can, like, you know, really, really relax. Um, but it's it's nobody. It's just us. I am waking up. I'm putting on comfy clothes, you know, sweatpants, sweatshirt, that nice. type of gear, and I'm not leaving the TV the entire day. That is my goal. Now, I have a daughter, and I have dogs, so those two things might take a little bit of my time. But I'm I'm committed, man, and I want to eat at noon, and then I want to eat at five, and then I want to have a sandwich later on, and I'm gonna yep. eat. I'm gonna eat my face off. I'm gonna watch football all day. I'm so excited. That's where I'm at. So, I think that the nice thing about the early game, Houston at Detroit, is that I don't really care about that game. So, well, like Elliot, that's Elliot, a, Elliot, like, Elliot. Here's the other nice thing about it. Here's a way to care about it. Bet on it on the yeah. Park Sportsbook app, and then you care about it. That's the key. Like, That's why we do this pod here, because it's so much more fun to watch a game you don't care about when you put some money on exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, so you watch the first half of that game. You eat during the second half. Washington-Dallas, you watch, right, in its entirety, probably take a bit of a nap at one point. And then you have the end of that game, you watch it. And then you have your snack, like dessert slash second sandwich, right before Baltimore at Pittsburgh. So I feel like the day sets up nicely with these games, with the second one and the third ones being like the better better teams overall, and especially for the Eagles, obviously, Washington at Dallas. But then get it started off with Houston at Detroit. I mean, you could argue Washington and Dallas are the two worst teams playing, but yes. But it, like, it means a lot to the Eagles. It means a lot so to us. The... I know, I know. It's just funny the way it's phrased. It's like, eh, not very good. Uh, is it possible right. the NFC East is four of the six or seven worst teams in the NFL? Because that's kind of where I'm at right now. Yeah, well, they're definitely like Jags, the, Jets, the worst. and then I don't know if there's any team outside the NFL. Oh, and I guess the 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 Burrowless Bengals. Those three teams are the only teams I feel confident I would pick an NFC's team over. That's it. Yeah, I went through it. I think there was only three teams I could think of that the Eagles would be favored against right now. I think the probably the because there's no Joe Burrow, they'd be favored against the Bengals, even though they tied them. I still think they'd be favored. They'd be favored by ja against Jacksonville. I think. They'd be favored against the Jets. And that's it. Definitely. Yeah, uh, Dallas, maybe. I mean, no, if it was in I think Philly. Dallas, in Philly, maybe. But even then, I think Dallas might be favored in that one. Especially coming off the yeah, game. Yeah, the win and about. Dalton's back and all that. It's ugly, man. Like the Chargers. Chargers are definitely favored over Philly. I mean, yeah, like even though they, they Carolina, know how to they stink. They're over Philly. Detroit might be favored over. Detroit's an interesting one. That would be close. Houston, they're pretty bad. I don't know. Um it's it's ugly, e, ugly. I, I think there's only two teams they'd be favored on in the road. I agree. Right? I, mean, I think it's Jets and Jags. That's it. Yeah, I think that's it. Gosh, wow. All right. Well, how, how the mighty have fallen. On that high note, let's uh, let's talk about some other teams than the Eagles because we don't have to talk just about the Eagles. So how about that, E? First game, well, first games in two weeks, week, so. too. So, you know, no games last week is everyone's jonesing exactly. for some football. <laughs> Make some money. All right, let's dive in. As you said, Thanksgiving games, uh, which will be tomorrow when most people listen to this. Um, let's start off. You just mentioned it. Let's start off. And I am Elliot. 
we need to do good this week. We, yeah, we need well, to. We, we need to. We did good the last time we did picks. So you're right. I agree. So we're on a streak. Let's continue that streak here. And I'm already uncomfortable with the first game because I have very little idea of which way to go. But I will let you go first for that reason. Ugh. You're welcome. All right. Houston at I'm Detroit. To- Detroit is a three point home dog on Thanksgiving. I'm going Detroit plus three. So I am too. And and I yeah. I, I, I strictly I look home team. I think both these teams suck. Um. I saw a stat earlier today, and I wish I could remember it off the top of my head, but um, teams that get shut out the week before and then play on a Thursday at home following, it's like some unbelievable, like 14 and one. It was like a crazy number. And what an absurd stat. It was such an absurd way. stat, but it was so fascinating and interesting. Um, and look, they're actually going to have Matthew Stafford this year on Thanksgiving. It feels like every year he's hurt on Thanksgiving. We get like Jeff Driscoll yep. and Drew Stanton and all these guys. So Stafford's there. Houston, I, they're a bad football team. I, I Three points is too many for them. Houston shouldn't be favored over anyone on the road, much less by three points. I agree. And you get Detroit at home as a dog on Thanksgiving. That feels like a good setup. So I agree. I think I feel I feel more confident in Detroit plus three than you seem to. Yeah, I'm not crazy confident about it, but I I... I I feel okay with it. I feel okay with it. That stat pushed me over the top, and I can't even remember it now, but shout out to that stat. Perfect. Uh, all right. Uh, I actually know uh, that we're going to be on the same side of this one uh, because you mentioned it yesterday. It is going to be your Parks Parks pick of the week, and I am so with you. Washington at Dallas. Dallas is only a three-point home favorite here. We talked about, if you go back and listen to our pod from yesterday, our, our Go Birds pod yesterday, we talked a lot about the NFC East and kind of where we see these teams right now. And I think Dallas is better than Washington, like flat out better. I, I certainly have no problem giving three points at home on a short week. Uh, I think Dallas rolls in this one. Yeah, I think Dallas is getting ready to go on a run. I think that, look, Andy Dalton played poorly when he first came in, but he played good against Minnesota. Uh, he played decent against the Giants at first time, but then he cooled off after that. I think he just walked into a team that was falling apart. But you go into Minnesota. I know Minnesota is not a world beater, but I thought the Vikings would win that game. So you go in, you win the style you did, you score that many points. Washington, look, with Alex Smith, who knows? But the one concern I would have is Washington's defensive line against the Cowboys' offensive line. But I think this is a game that Dalton's wins. I think Andy Dalton's going to play well. And I would have probably taken them even like minus four. I think that the, I feel pretty good about Dallas minus three. Yeah, I do too. And it's uh, my favorite. Uh, I, li- I certainly feel much better about Dallas minus three than Detroit plus three. I, I, I'm with you. I just think they're a better team. They're at home on a short week. Like I think all those things put together, uh, I think they win as well. And I feel very comfortable laying the three. Um, all right, this next one, Elliot. And if they're had, it's Baltimore at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is a four-point home favorite. Um, it, this is one of those, and I'm I'm going to say something and then contradict it, but if we had made picks, Elliot, last week, which we did not mm-hmm. because there were no games, but if there were, I would have noticed that in a lot of those games that we did not win, it was lines where I felt like, why the hell is this line this small? Like, why yep. is Miami only a three-and-a-half-point favorite in Denver? This makes no sense. Denver's awful. Miami's a good football team. And then it ended up going the wrong way on us. So it's one of those things where it's like, oh, maybe that line was trying to tell me something. We've talked about this before on this pod. There, I don't understand how Pittsburgh is only a four-point favorite at home against Baltimore on a short week. Baltimore's a mess right now. It doesn't make sense. So if I if we had made picks last week and I had learned that lesson, I would take Baltimore minus four. 
But since we didn't, I'm not going to learn the lesson. I'm going to just say, I don't understand this. Baltimore's falling apart. they got all kinds of COVID issues going on. I can't believe it's only four points. I love Pittsburgh in this game, and I can't wait to look like an idiot. Yeah, I think Pittsburgh is just a flat-out better team. I mean, Baltimore is also dealing with some COVID stuff, it seems like, this week. I think Pittsburgh minus four. I feel pretty confident with it. Um, I guess I can see your point that maybe it should be a little bit more, but it is a it is a rivalry game, uh, you know, obviously divisional. So I'm not super surprised the the, the line is is that small. But Pittsburgh minus four, I feel good with it. So are we are we three for three on the we first? We are three? three for three. Who saw that coming? Uh, just Bro. I would just like it to be noted. I would like it to be noted when Baltimore wins by a touchdown and we talk about it that, you know, we should have followed should the have line, gone the other way. And I couldn't do it. Um, I couldn't even do it. You know, for what it's worth, on your thing of saying when the line looks weird, you always go the wrong way on it. The Eagles line's a little weird. It is. Just putting well, that out there. Yeah. Um, we, we didn't pick it on our – so we could pick it on here. We never picked the Eagles yeah. game on here. Get ready, and it's the last game. Yep. What, what a tease. All right, that's going to be fun. I think I know which way we're going. Uh, it is shorter than you would think, though. All right, let's get to Sunday as we dive into uh, a full slate of games on Sunday after the three on Thanksgiving. Starting out in New England. Arizona at New England, another team that if they had played last week would have screwed me as the New England Patriots. Luckily, they didn't play and didn't lose and didn't not cover. Uh, New England, a two and a half point home dog against Arizona. I'm up first. Um, this is one of those risky ones because Arizona is flying cross country. If we're going to get into that debate. Yes. <laughs> but they're a better team uh, than New England. But again, you know, Belichick coming off a loss, coming back at home. Um, it feels like New England's the smart play, and and just like the last time, Mike, I'm trusting my gut. My gut is going to screw me over. Uh, I think Arizona wins, so I'll lay the points. I don't feel great about it. Well, we have our first disagreement. There it is. Um, this is a smart I bet. I think taking New England, for some reason, I, I just trusted my gut there, but New England feels like a good bet. Look, I do think Arizona is better than New England. I just don't know if I'm going to trust Kif Cliff Kingsbury's team to go into yeah, New England and beat point. Bill Belichick's it's team. Like, point. they don't seem like a team that would travel well to uh, to New England. So I'm going to New England plus two and a half. Yeah, I'm just going with Arizona needs the game more. New England, for all intents and purposes, is done for you know for the most part. Um, so uh, again, I, I didn't feel great about it. Clearly, all right. Uh, this is another kind of. Weird one to pick here. A team that disappointed last week. We talked about it. Minnesota. Uh, we thought uh, if they had played last week, would have disappointed. I should say, Elliot. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm mad at Minnesota. Uh, me too. Screw those guys. Uh, they're a four-point home favorite against a Carolina team that, that boat raced Detroit with P.J. Walker, Elliot. Uh, what do you think about this one? Minnesota, four-point home favorite against the Panthers. Do, do we know if P.J. Walker is playing? I don't think we know who is playing yet, but, but it looked like, and again, we're a little ways away from Sunday. We normally do this later in the week, obviously, but with Thanksgiving, you know, we're recording a little earlier in the week. Um, it did seem like Bridgewater was very close to be able to being able to play against Detroit this past week. So I think mm -hmm. it's pro a, a, a fair to reasonable guess that he will be ready to go, but I don't think we know one way or the other. So I think that Minnesota, even though they lost to Dallas in an imaginative world where there were games last week, even though they did lose... They did score points, and it seems like their offense is starting to click. I don't know if Carolina can keep up with Minnesota, especially in Minnesota. Minnesota's going to hurt me again, but Minnesota minus four is my pick. I'm not letting them hurt me again, Elliot. Ah, and you like the Panthers a I little like bit. The, I think the Panthers are well coached, and I think they play hard. I, I don't know if they win this game. If this had been a three-point line, I might go Minnesota's way. Um, but 
uh, with it being four, getting that extra point, I feel like it is a close football game. I will take the points uh, with two teams I don't feel great about on either side. Yeah, so I, I would say I do like in this instance, and I know I pick Minnesota, but having the plus four is nice in yeah, this matchup. Yeah, that, that's a very... honestly where I'm going with this. It's the plus, I feel like it's a three-point game. Like That's kind of where I see yeah. this game going. Minnesota, even though they put up points, they do seem to not blow teams out when they do win. So I, I think it's going to be a close one. All right, um, I am up first on this one. Cleveland at Jacksonville. Another one of those Ugh. weird lines as uh, Jacksonville is a six-and-a-half-point home dog to Cleveland. It does look like there's a, a solid chance Minshew's back, which makes a difference because Jake Luton is got off. <laughs> I mean, that dude is bad. That was a horrendous performance. Granted, Pittsburgh's very good. Um, look, Cleveland doesn't feel like they should be a six-and-a-half-point favorite over anybody, and yet Jacksonville feels like one of the worst teams in the NFL. Um but, again, look, we just saw Cleveland struggles to score, man. And even then, they don't play high-scoring games. So, um, I feel sick to my stomach with this pick. But I'm going to take the points and take Jacksonville. I just I, – I can't bet on Cleveland to win by a touchdown because I just – they don't. So, I, I will go with Jacksonville, but I don't feel great about it. Yeah, I think I agree with you on this one. I don't trust Cleveland with six and a half points. And if Minshew's back, that's an upgraded quarterback. I mean, the Jaguars are some semi-frisky. I probably still have that in my head because they burned me on the Green Bay bet when I had them like Packers, like plus 14 or whatever it was, plus 10. Um, so I'll also go Jacksonville plus six and a half. All right. Uh, another interesting game here uh, as, you know, two young quarterbacks who have had, you know, good years, flashed years. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers heading into Buffalo. Buffalo is a five-and-a-half-point home favorite against a frisky Chargers team. Elliot, which way are you going on this one? Bills minus five-and-a-half. I like I Justin like, Herbert. I like I the think... pause and the gut call. I like the – Yeah. Trust it. Trust it. Here. Yep. So exactly what happened. So you like Justin I, Herbert. I do too. I think I would take Justin Herbert over Josh Allen if I was starting my franchise. But I think you can Trump make an argument Justin Herbert's like a top four or five pick if you're starting a franchise. Yeah, for sure. And look, uh, Chargers in Buffalo, that feels like a recipe for a disaster uh, coming off of Thanksgiving, too. I just can't picture them going into, like, probably going to be wet and dreary Buffalo. So I'll go Bills minus five and a half. I feel the same way. Bills coming off a bye, well-coached team at home, Chargers going cross-country, literally, in this case. Uh, I'm with you. I think the Bills are a better team. I think they handle business at home. Five and a half seems like a fair number to me all right las vegas uh coming off man they look good las vegas play yeah, they're, good. they're a good team <laughs> they're a good football team heading into atlanta uh, i'm up first on this one uh this is one of those like i was talking about before where the line is telling me to take the falcons the falcons only a three-point home dog they are a significantly worse team than las vegas uh and yet i'm not going to do it i think las vegas is just a better football team they're well coached Derek Carr's good they're just better atlanta is a a disappointment week in, week out. Um, this line is saying Atlanta. I'm going to take Las Vegas yet again. I've spent this whole show saying, "Oh, I'm not going to. I'm not going to yeah. make the mistake that I theoretically could have made last week if games had happened." But I do every single pick that I have to make the same mistake I made it. So there you go. Well, what's not making me feel great is I'm taking a lot of the same picks you are, <laughs> even though on the air you have a you have a better record. Yes, but I am I'm better I on the air, so you know. 
I would worry a little bit about just like the emotional blow of losing that game to the Chiefs. Like coming off of that could be a little worrisome, but I think the Raiders are very good. So I'm definitely taking Raiders minus three. Yeah, I feel pretty good about that pick. And, and if you haven't, if you're listening to this pod and you haven't downloaded the Parks Casino Sportsbook app, I don't know what you're doing because this is what we do every week. We talk about these games that you can bet on the app. Every single line we talk about is the line that you can find on the Parks Sportsbook app now. So many of the GoBirds faithful have already joined us and have set up their accounts and are having a blast with the Parks Casino Sportsbook app. Thanksgiving games, you can bet on every game on the slate. Pittsburgh, a four-point favorite over Baltimore. We talked about it. Houston, three-point favorite at Detroit. Dallas, a three-point favorite hosting Houston, hosting Washington. We just told you, take Pittsburgh, take Detroit, take Dallas. Make some money on Thanksgiving. What a beautiful thing. It's already the best holiday. You can make some money on it, too. But you can bet on not just every game on the slate, not just every college football game on the slate, but you can bet on player props, you know, player passing yards, rushing yards, who's going to score touchdowns. You can bet on who scores first, which team's going to score last, total sacks, anything and everything. Don't forget to check out the instant betting feature for all the college and pro games on the Park Sportsbook app as it makes the games watching so much more fun and here's the deal for you if you sign up now you get a risk-free bet of up to five hundred dollars yes a risk-free bet of up to five hundred dollars just download the app or go to parkscasino.com slash pa and use our promo code GoBirds. that's g-o-b-i-r-d-s to get your risk-free bet of up to five hundred dollars again that's p-a-r-x casino.com slash pa the website has all the details your risk-free bet is refunded on your loss as a free bet. As always, you must be pres- 21 and present in Pennsylvania gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Elliot, let's move on to the second half of the games here as we uh, talk about an ugly one. We got a couple. The, the next two games we're going to talk about are, are on the list for, for potential ugliest games of the year, especially the second one. Uh, Miami at the Jets. Uh, I believe you were up first on this one, Elliot. The Jets, a six-and-a-half-point home dog. The Jets, who, if they had played last week, actually would have gotten a cover that I actually yep. said they would get, but it didn't happen. Just so I, I like the Dolphins coming off of the situation they're coming off of. Uh, Tua got benched. Flores feels like a coach that get hit, gets his guys to respond well. So I like that situation for them. And also, like, the Jets are trying to get the number one pick. They're not trying to win the game. And I know they were competitive last week, but I don't think they're going to beat the Dolphins. So six and a half, I don't love the Dolphins getting that many points. I don't think they're a good enough team yet to get that that amount, um, especially on the road. But this is probably one of the only teams I would take them with that many points on the road. So I'm going to go Miami minus six and a half. Dolphins by 30. Oh, yes. there it is. I have already forgiven my team, my squad, my Dolphins. You're after. a very forgiving guy. Yeah, well, because last week never happened, Elliot, so I don't have to forgive exactly them for right. anything. Like, they, last I knew, they they handled business. You know, they just keep handling business. I love my Dolphins. Brian Flores, execute crisp football. Love my Dolphins. All right, uh, so we're both taking the Dolphins there. I'm up first on this one on Elliot. Uh, has a chance to be the ugliest game uh, of the year up there. Uh, the New York Giants heading in to take on the Joe Burrowless Bengals. Um, the Bengals, a five and a half point home underdog against the Giants. And Elliot, I can't believe I'm saying this, but the New York Giants getting five and a half points or giving five and a half points on the road is not enough. It's yeah. not enough. I the Giants plus five or minus five and a half on the road is one of my favorite bets of the week. We probably should just shut this down. <laughs> 
because that is so outrageous. I love the Giants. I'm also, I'm also taking Giants minus five and a half. But a Joe Burrow point, I think it'll like with him being injured, it's kind of a reminder that when it comes to like what quarterbacks are really good for a long amount of time, it kind of does just come down to injury. Like Carson Wentz was Joe Burrow prior to the injury. Like Joe Burrow was, t- you know, I know they weren't he lighting better. the fire. Like he was better. Carson Wentz was but- an MVP candidate whose team won the Super Bowl. He was even a higher right, exactly. version. Exactly. Yeah. So it just sucks that this happened to Joe Burrow because it would have been awesome to see what he could do. His career is certainly not over by any stretch, but we've seen firsthand with Wentz, like what a blow it is to have that type of knee injury. Like it's just so hard to come back from for all the football you miss and all that. So it just super sucks for the Bengals. It sucks for Joe Burrow. And I think it's just like a reminder that when it comes to Carson, like, Injuries are a big reason of why we're where we're at. Uh, yeah, no question. Uh, among the biggest, as far as I'm concerned. And, uh, yeah, when you heard that the Burrow injury was worse than just a torn ACL, I don't know any Eagles fan who didn't hear that, see that, and think it went. I mean, that was my first thought. It was like, it's, oh, it's not just an ACL. It's like this damage and that damage and stuff. So, yeah, obviously, both uh, anyone who's listened to this pod knows that, that Elliot and I are both big Joe Burrow fans. So we're hoping the best for that guy and the recovery. And, and, and hey, uh, Teams, when you're drafting a quarterback number one overall, I, I don't know. I thought maybe uh, have an offensive line. Just a thought. Yeah. Or you know what? If you don't have an offensive line, sit him for a year. All right, wait a year. Like, what are you? What are you people doing? Like, well, the anyone who watched them, co- anyone who watched the Bengals play once was like, that dude's gonna get killed. That dude's gonna get hurt because he got crushed every game. Like, this is not rocket yeah. science. And you knew, well, Carson is lucky that coming into the NFL, he walked into a good offensive Big line. Time. Like, a no offense line is Big perfect. Time. He had, you know, all pros, pro bowlers right in front of him to jump. So. Well, it is pretty astounding because that stat has been going around this week where Carson is on pace to get hit, I think, the four, uh, among the, the top four most times a quarterback has ever been hit in a season. That is the pace that he is on this year. And I don't remember who the third name was in there, but the, but two of the seasons were, were David Carr. David Carr had two of the four seasons being hit the most in the history of the NFL, and you, you wonder why that guy didn't work out. Like, yeah, he, that probably has something to do with it, right? Um, all right, uh, let's move on to the next game. We both agree Giants. Both feel great about the Giants giving five and a half on the road. What a wild world we're living in. All right, uh, one of the games of the week, certainly. Uh, not a great week for games, but this is a damn good one. As uh, Tennessee at Indianapolis. Indy, of course, beat them 34-17 to a few weeks ago on Thursday. Uh, a game that you picked correctly and I picked incorrectly. Tough line, though. As uh, yeah, India, very tough India line. Is a three and a half point favorite. The extra hook there, the half point, makes it a little tougher. Elliot, you're up first on this one. This feels like a field goal game to me. I think ever since I said I don't really care about half points, I've completely been made to look. At a, <laughs> I've been made to look a fool. Like maybe that's you. where this They're all so started important. to go downhill. Yes. But. Um, yeah, plus three and a half. It feels like a field, a field goal game. I I think the Titans could certainly win the game. I'd probably pick the Colts to win straight up. But plus three and a half, Tennessee, feels like the move. It's exactly how I read this game. I, I feel the exact same way. Like, Indy might be a better team, but um, first of all, you know, revenge for a couple weeks ago for Tennessee. Tennessee coming out off that big win in overtime. I just feel mm-hmm. like it's going to be a close game. I agree Indy's slightly better, but that half point is the hook for me, and I'm sure we'll both regret it, but I'm going to lay the points or take the points there as well. Uh, all right, New Orleans at Denver. This is another one, and it's really Taysom Hill that, uh, you know, this feels like you go into this game, it's like an eight or a nine-point line, but the Taysom Hill effect, uh, New Orleans is a five-and-a-half-point favorite in Denver, uh, and I'm still taking New Orleans. I, I was so impressed with what they did uh, from a team perspective. That defense is real. It's legit. 
I think that they just got something cooking. And if Taysom Hill doesn't give games away, and to be fair, Denver's defense is you know, not awful. I think that's something that Denver's defense is, is solid. So it is not a, a, a great matchup. I think it's a tougher matchup for them than Atlanta was. But I still think Taysom Hill make just not enough mistakes where they can win by a touchdown. So I don't feel amazing about this pick. I could certainly see, especially Denver coming off the win against Miami, uh, if that had happened. Uh, but uh, I'll still lay the points and take New Orleans. All right, let me tell you my take on Taysom Hill. Like, get out of here with Taysom Hill. I am not a Taysom Hill guy. Like, like I'm not falling for Taysom Hill. Like, that guy is not a quarterback. He, They are not going to win consistently with him under center. I mean, he, what, two rushing touchdowns last week? Like, they're basically just running the same plays. And Denver, I don't love picking them, obviously, but in Denver is a little intriguing. Like Agreed. you mentioned, the that, defense that is pretty good. That made me nervous. The in Denver part is scary. Yeah, like, come on. I'm not... I'm not giving Taysom Hill five and a half points. I like, love get it. Out. Good take. Taking the Broncos. I don't hate it. Yeah. As I, made the I try not to nervous. curse on the pod, but like I am I am very much not a Taysom Hill guy. Elliot hates Taysom Hill. Wow. It's dark. There it is. Yeah. Fuck Taysom Hill. That's what he said. I think it's right. I think it's <laughs> unfair he gets to wear a single digit. Wow. Love this. The the vitriol for Taysom Hill. Yeah. I had like, no it's, idea. He's not a quarterback. All what right. Did, like he should he not do, be allowed to wear to a single digit. What did he do to you? It just bothers me. He gets to wear a single digit. I mean, he like, just won like, a game in the NFL as the starting quarterback. Yeah. I mean, come on. He's not a quarterback. All right. Like, I'm not to giving him five and a half wow. points. So, Denver plus five and a half. Wow. All right. Uh, San Francisco heading into Los Angeles to take on the Rams. The Rams, who, Elliot, uh, we don't talk a lot about. Uh, you know, we talked a lot about, like, oh, is Green Bay or New Orleans or Tampa Bay the best team in the NFC? We got to mention the Rams. Like, I think they're, yeah. they might be the best team in the NFC West right now. They they, they look really solid against Tampa Bay. Uh, they are uh, a seven-point home favorite against San Francisco. You are up first on this one. What do you think? Rams minus seven. Yeah. I like the Rams, yeah. man. They're good. They're a good football yeah, team. Yeah, I don't think they're going to win the NFC, but I do think uh, that they're very good. I agree. Rams I don't think they will seven. either, but they need to be mentioned. Like, they're one of those teams who could win it. And uh, they're playing good football, and they're well-coached, and – uh, I'm with you. I, I love San, uh, I love Los Angeles in this one. This feels like San Francisco is pretty much done and get, kind of just going to ride out the string here. Um, all right, uh, game of the week, definitively, no question about it, Kansas City. Heading into Tampa Bay, I am up first on this one. Tampa Bay, a three-and-a-half-point home dog in this one. Again, that hook is a killer. Uh, Brady Mahomes. Um, again, this is one of those ones where I'm going to go against logic. You know, not I guess there's some logic on my side, but the idea of like, all right, uh, Kansas City coming off a big win uh, on Sunday night. Tampa Bay, uh, a crushing loss. You know, Tampa Bay certainly needs the game more. They're at home. Like, there are a lot of reasons to say to tank Tampa Bay. And and Kansas City, if they had played last week, would have disappointed me by not covering the eight-point spread that I absolutely thought they would cover. Uh, <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to the well again. I, I love Kansas City. I think they're the best team in football definitively in my mind. I... Uh, I think they cover the three and a half. I think they're just better than Tampa Bay. Yeah, this game is this game is bad news bears for the Bucks. Like coming <laughs> off a loss, like you you got the Chiefs coming to town. This just feels like a without question Kansas City wins. Uh, so Kansas City minus three and a half. All right, two more to get to Chicago at Green Bay on uh, Sunday Night Football. As uh, oh how Nick Foles has fallen. Green Bay an <laughs> eight and a half point home favorite. Elliot, you're up first on this one. Well, is Nick Foles even starting? Who knows? Is Trubisky healthy? I don't know. 
Yeah, regardless, I'm taking the Packers minus eight and a half. Yeah, me too. I don't know how you could bet on the Bears right now. If it was in Chicago, like maybe, and if it was five and a half, like maybe you could convince me. But in Green Bay, like the Bears are a mess. Matt, I think Matt Nagy should be fired. If I'm the Bears, I'm firing Matt Nagy. Yeah, I'm looking so, at him a play calling. Like, come on. Yeah, get him out of here. Green Bay, minus eight and a half. All right, last one. We actually, we never picked the Eagles game on this pod this week because of the weird week and the game on Monday. We actually get to do it. Uh, Elliot, I am up first. The Eagles are a five and a half point home dog to Seattle, as you pointed out earlier. Um, way under what I mean, this felt like it was going to be seven for me. That was uh, seven felt like the right number. If it was seven and a half, I'd be fine with it. Um, I am absolutely taking Seattle. <laughs> absolutely mm. taking Seattle. I, I don't know how you could bet on the Eagles against Seattle. I just, I, I feel incredibly confident taking Seattle. I'm taking the Eagles Whoa! plus five and a half. Explain yourself, think, sir. Look, I don't think the Eagles are going to win this game, but I do think like they could be kind of kind of frisky. They've been good in prime time this year, right? I mean, they sure, uh, the well, only, I guess only they, times yeah, they, they've won games are they're three and zero oh in prime time. Yeah, and I think Seattle, like you said, they own the Eagles, but you know they was close. It was close in the playoffs, and last year it was semi competitive against Seattle for a little until Carson just completely blew it. Um. I don't know. I don't know why. And I'll have more analysis on like our preview pod, but I'm my gut's telling me five and a half is too much for the Eagles at home. So five and a half. Love it. I hope you're right, Elliot. I hope you're right. Well, I hope I'm right too because I just hope I the hope games awesome. happen and we can actually talk about them happening yes, next week. It'd be nice to be able to have games yeah, to talk about. That's all I want. I just want to have a record and, you know, say that what we did, but sadly we couldn't do that this past week because those games did not happen. All right, Elliot. Well, look forward to talking about these games next week. Yeah, it'll be great. You got any final thoughts? No, not really. Yeah. That's it. Uh, happy <laughs> Thanksgiving, everyone. Seriously, have a wonderful, happy Thanksgiving. We love you all. From the bottom of our hearts, we are so grateful that you listen to this pod, that you rate and review it, that you care at all. It, it really does mean the world. So uh, thank you for that. Check us out Saturday. We will be on WIP 1-3 to and then of course, uh, Seattle post game after the game, and, and we roll on, Elliot. We roll on. So, uh, again, uh, for Elliot, I'm James. We'll talk to you guys soon.